Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, this is Kaylee, and thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode, and today we have a guest joining us. Um, Today's guest is Jocelyn Pettit. She is an energy therapist who enjoys empowering her clients with taking their emotional healing into their own hands. She is certified in the emotion code and body code, as well as psych K. She is an instructor at the Banff Wellness Retreat, sharing what she has learned about muscle testing and communicating with the subconscious mind with audiences yearly. She's also a published co-author of the international best-selling book, Heal 2.0. You can have, you have the power and her business, Edson, Edson Emotional it's, sorry, Edson Emotion Reset was recently nominated for the Quality Care Award in 2020. So I'm so excited to have you here, Jocelyn. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Just to get, thank you. And just to get started, um, can you share a little bit with our listeners about what brought you to do this work you do today and a little bit maybe about your journey? Sure. Yes. My journey actually began in my thirties. I was a library school student um, researching an app called Hoopla. And I watched this documentary called emotion. It's E hyphen motion, which is really energy in motion. And they discussed emotional healing and the power of our thoughts. And the documentary was so inspirational for me um, that I immediately started to change my thinking and observe the environment around me. And things started to change in my life immediately. Um, I found an emotion code practitioner within a few days had the experience, loved it, and was blown away by what they had found on me. Um, And after that, I I brought my children and I said, you know what, I don't want my kids carrying any emotional baggage, let's just get everybody cleared off. And it really was just um, a hobby and an interest for me at first, I wanted to have the skills to be able to heal myself emotionally to heal my family. Um, But then it gradually grew into my passion. And I became obsessed with learning everything I could possibly learn on the topic of energy healing and um, emotional healing. And um, quickly, it just it surpassed what I ever expected. And I left my full-time job just last year. So my business has been around for over two years, uh, but doing it full-time for exactly one year. Amazing. I love that. And can you share, I guess, for listeners who maybe aren't familiar with some of those terms, like um, when I introduced you at the beginning, and I'm not familiar with this, so Psyche, one of them, and then um, just, yeah, emotion code and, and what that means. You bet. Yes. So emotion code is um, a modality that was developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson. He had come up with 
uh, muscle testing and a chart of all these different emotions. And he was a chiropractor and used to pray and ask, you know, higher power, help me help my clients. And so he used muscle testing to figure out if there were emotional root causes of ailments on the person, on the person that he was working on and found great success with muscle testing, what emotion was trapped in certain areas and um, developed the emotion code. So essentially it's a chart of 60 emotions. We use muscle testing to determine on a client what trapped emotional energies might be on their body, either contributing to an ailment, an emotional, physical, mental distress. Um, and then we release it energetically through the um, acupuncture system. And this can be done distance or in person, 95% uh, of my clients are distance clients all around the world. And the body code took it a step further. So the body code was also developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson. Uh, it uses muscle testing again, but we go much deeper into the body, figuring out trapped emotional energies or other energies on the skeletal system, muscular system, you know, any other type of system, endocrine, you know, immune, whatever it is. It, it, we use muscle testing to determine exactly what is the problem energetically on a person. And we remove those energies once we have narrowed it down. Uh, so the body code was taking everything a step further. And Psych K was a modality that I added into my practice um, because it is about discovering limiting beliefs. So emotion code body code is really about healing past emotional traumas. Okay, so letting go of low vibrational energy and bringing your vibration up. And Psyche is about now, let's look at your limiting beliefs and let's reprogram them so we have your subconscious mind working for you rather than against you. Oh, I love it. So it's almost like that's kind of the maintenance or the go forward then because it's one thing yes, to release the forward. past. Yeah. Okay. Yes, because you can heal trauma and have somebody who repeats the same patterns. So you can release emotional trauma and then have them repeating similar patterns and they're going to re-experience. Or you can look at somebody's life and say, well, if we want a different future, if we want a different story, then let's, let's write a different ending. We need to look at the programming that's at the subconscious level. So Psyche is definitely 100% about changing your future, shifting your life, where emotion code body code is more about healing, healing the past. I love it. Can you talk a little bit too then about like conscious subconscious mind for again, people that maybe aren't very familiar with some of this stuff or, or, you know, how can we better sort of sink into that subconscious mind? Cause the conscious, I guess, is, you know, how we're, we're going day to day and things like that. But the subconscious mind is such a big part of who we are as well. But um, yeah, maybe it's, it's not something we're always tapping into. 100% most of the time we're not, but it is the driving force of where we're going. So the conscious mind, they estimate is between one and 5% of, of like our consciousness and the subconscious mind is 95%. And it oh, is developed wow. about, um, well, the core beliefs are developed between zero and eight years old. Those are the blueprints. Children are absorbing information and learning basically from the time that they're in the womb, they are learning about the world through their experience. And that develops this blueprint of what life is like in this child's mind, because everything is new. And that is basically what we call the core beliefs. From there, the subconscious mind continues to learn. 
um, through experiences. So, you know, you've been in a relationship, you were hurt, your subconscious mind is like, okay, I was in this relationship, I was hurt. And now moving forward, you might be more guarded uh, because you have this, you know, you have this belief that you're not worthy of anything better, or this is what love equals. And so tapping into the subconscious mind is tapping into your belief system. And it's not something that you have control over. And the way we do tap into that is through muscle testing. So when I do work with audiences yearly, I am teaching them how to self muscle test and get those answers from the subconscious mind rather than their conscious mind. So not what you think, you know, but what you actually believe about yourself. So if you say the statement, I am enough consciously, we know we should believe that statement. But on a subconscious level, it is very common for people to fall weak on that statement and their subconscious mind is saying, I don't believe you. <laughs> so this is where the site K is extremely powerful in helping discover those limiting beliefs and then reprogram them so that you are living a life by design and not by default. Yes. I love that. And it makes me think too. So I'm listening to um, one of Louise Hayes books again. I just love her stuff. And so I need to refresh her every so often. And she talks about affirmations. So I thought it would be a good, and I guess kind of what you're saying now kind of goes into that as well. Um, affirmations, like it's something, I guess, if we're not like really familiar with, like to me, it was kind of a foreign concept for a long time. And, and I was like, I don't know what that means. How do I create my own affirmations? I almost had to like Google them and just take others because um, for some reason I thought I didn't, I don't have the ability to make these affirmations myself. So can we talk a little bit about, um, yeah, positive affirmations? And cause that sounds like that's probably some of the psyche work as well. Yes, 100%. Psyche is all about the positive affirmations because when we're programming, we are pro programming positive goal statements and affirmations and goals. And, and so, for example, if we find out we're always testing the positive, you know, um, I am enough. I, I love myself unconditionally. I am worthy of a loving relationship in my life. So we're always muscle testing the positive because we're going to be programming the positive. Uh, affirmations are extremely important very, very important. And they are a great way to program your subconscious mind. So without using psyche and without using hypnotherapy and all of these other things, if you, even if the only thing you do is listen and affirm, um, affirmations, you are helping program the subconscious mind because it is always listening to your thoughts. It's always listening. So if you speak the words, your subconscious mind is listening. Uh, where this falls untrue is when you have a deep rooted core belief that is working against you. And so there are times where affirmations are not enough and you have to discover the core belief. What was that belief that you developed from zero to eight that makes you believe that the world is an unfriendly place or makes you believe that you can't? Because if you are stronger in the affirmation or if you're stronger in the words, I can't, then I can, then you are gonna have a very difficult time approaching anything in your life and having success. So sometimes we have to go to the core beliefs and fix those so that they are aligned and working for you properly um, to get some of these affirmations accepted. So some of them do really do require 
we call it reprogramming, but basically it's a combination of right left brain exercises to get your right and left brain communicating and accepting the goal statement. Okay. So is there, like, I thought it was interesting. She said certain things. I don't say like, I have to, instead of saying I choose to, so to be like, oh, I have to go to work. But what if you say I choose to? And so there was little ones like that, that she was giving as ideas, which I love. Is there any kind of suggestions you can give people if they're trying to create their own affirmations for their day-to-day, like what that might look like? Yeah. The most powerful affirmations are anything that follow the words I am. So if you put, I am in front of anything, you're basically telling your subconscious mind, I am such and such. My favorite affirmations, ones that I practice daily are, I am grateful for. So I will begin with, I'm grateful for my health and grateful for my children's health. And then I will add in goals that I'm working towards. So it might be like, you know, I'm grateful for all my clients who rebook with me. I'm grateful for all the new clients I'm receiving. I'm grateful for all my referrals. So those are, those are goal statements still. However, I'm affirming that I am, and then grateful because gratitude really does put you into a different um, brainwave state. And then I follow with my goal statement. So I would say that that is the most powerful when creating your own affirmation is to start by, instead of asking, kind of being grateful for having it already, which is um, really, I learned that from Neil Donald Walsh in his book, Conversations with God. Uh, he has something called the prayer of appreciation rather than the prayer of supplication, which is you're thanking the universe in advance for that, which you want to receive. So instead of asking, which affirms that you don't have something, you just say, thank you, because you're affirming that it's here already. Yes. I love that. Well, another book I'm reading right now talks about, yeah, saying, I want. And instead of saying, I want saying I desire, because even the word want is yeah. Alluding to, I don't have it yet. And it is maybe that coming from more of scarcity and lack. And if you can look up the definition, it explains it. And then I desire. (laughs) Yeah. Is a whole different way of saying it. So it's like, I desire abundance. I desire this promotion or whatever it is. And it does feel different when you say that. It is a different vibration of the word. And you're exactly right. Want comes from a place of lack and destitute. And the definition is very different than the word desire. Our words each carry a vibration just as emotions do. It's like they have their own little fingerprint. And so if you have a grouping of words, that whole statement carries a vibration. And whether it be positive or negative, um, the higher vibrational words that you use is going to make that whole statement a whole different vibration, a whole different level. So exactly right. You want to use the word I desire rather than I want. Yeah. And, and what about with our kids? Like, I think that's so powerful. Just when I was driving my daughter to school today, she was trying to put on her necklace and she was struggling with it. And she's just like, I can't do this. And I was like, ah, like my radar goes up because I'm now more aware of this. And I'm like, oh, you can do it because you did it yesterday. So I know you can do it. And just, um, but I think, so much of it. I'm, I think I'm hyper aware because these books I'm reading right now, but I think with kids, it's just there, that's, there's so much opportunity there probably. Oh yes, because they are younger. And so, you know, they, you can teach them the right language to use and 
once you do teach them to watch what they are saying or thinking, they will even catch you if you can rephrase a statement to be more positive because mind you all the time. And so they'll be like, ah, and they will catch it. And then we will rephrase it. Um, I work with children with Psyche and we use positive child affirmations. So I am enough. I am supported by my family. I get better every single day. I learn from my mistakes. You know, the world needs me. There's so many great positive affirmations for children. And it's great to discover where they're falling weak. And once we know, then we can flip it and we can change it at an early level and help them moving forward as well as they go into those adult years and teenage years. Um, but child psyche is very, very successful. And um, yeah, and I even have child affirmations recorded that I share with parents when they do a session, because I tell them, let your children listen to this every night before they go to bed, get them into the habit at this young age of listening to positive child affirmations. I love that. I love that you do that work with children too. That's amazing. So important because you did say like those years that zero to eight are so powerful, impactful. So if we can start really early, let's do that. Um, What about then, obviously, you know, blockages, limiting beliefs, that's a lot to do with our, our energy and, and obviously what you're discovering through this. What advice can you give to, I guess, specifically, like I think of women out there, because a lot of the people I work with are women um, and I am a woman myself. And so I think there's a lot of similarities in some of the struggles and things we deal with, but it's that, you know, the, the self-doubt um, thinking we don't deserve certain things. Um, yeah. Struggling with, with those things that women often have come up more so Um what would you suggest or what do we, what does that look like? I guess. I guess I would like to help inspire them. This is my goal through the work that I do is to help inspire them that anything is achievable and the only limitations are the ones that we place on ourselves, but absolutely anything is achievable. And I know this because I am living proof. I'm a woman who left a full-time job and pursued my business, which has grown to be very successful and international within its first year. And I did this mostly, uh, this success I credit to the work of Psyche because I work through my own limiting beliefs every single week. I ask my subconscious mind, I'll look at some affirmations and I'll say, where am I falling weak? And I'll muscle test it and I'll reprogramming it. Simple things like I can have what I want. How many people don't believe really at a root level that they can have what I want? And that was one of my limiting beliefs. Um, I am a success and I choose to be successful is another affirmation that I've had to program or that you have a special gift to offer this world. These are beliefs that we really need to make sure that we are testing strong in and that our subconscious mind is on board so that when we are moving forward, we ourselves are saying yes to ourselves more so more importantly than anybody else because if you believe you can you will if you believe you can't you won't that's just the end end game <laughs> so yeah yeah i love that and then i think specifically like money i think a lot of the beliefs women have about money too and that comes up obviously in my business and it's why you know my business is really focused on working with women and obviously fi- on the financial side Um, and, and to kind of 
you know, see the difference sometimes between men and women and their views on money and um, women sometimes being more, you know, thinking that they have to have money just to give to others, like their children or the other people, and they're not putting themselves in that equation at all. And um, limiting beliefs, I think that they have from their past of, like you said, they can't do it. They can't quit the full-time job to go pursue their passion because you wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't work financially or something like that. So um, I guess, yeah. Can we talk about that? Those disempowering beliefs around money and it's, you do, it sounds like sessions about that. Cause I joined your one for tonight about abundance. So yes, I love that, yes. but, um, I think that's such a big one is our energy around money. Yeah. And, and money is energy. Abundance is energy. And I do like to have group sessions every month with a, just one session to focus on abundance. Uh, because when I left my full-time job, I had to learn how to now create my own paycheck. I had to learn how to get in a certain vibration to attract clients, to bring people that resonate with me to me and the work that I do and learn that absolutely everything is a vibration and what you are putting out to the universe, you are calling back. Um, so I think about money very differently now than I did a year and a half ago, uh, because I have learned that I can achieve much more than I ever dreamed possible, uh, just by being open to all the different channels of abundance, learning that I am the source of my abundance. I have everything within me already. And it's tapping into that and knowing that I have a certain place in this world as everyone else does. We all have a gift to share. It's just discovering it. And more often than not, it's something that you're very passionate about. Something that brings you joy is going to be the thing that you are meant to be doing. And so maybe it's not enough at the beginning to leave your full-time job. And it is a side gig for a while, but do it. If it brings you joy, if it brings you passion, then start it. Because as you do what you love, money will come. Money is actually very easy to draw in. Um, it's, it's honestly very true. At one point I was very maxed out and I thought, no, I'm taking weekends off. Maybe I won't earn the amount of money I earned last month. That's untrue. I took weekends off and I earned more the next month. And then I realized, well, I want to earn $2,000 more than this month. I'm not going to work any more than five days a week. Universe, you make that happen for me. And it did. And so, you know, it's really about tapping into the frequency of abundance, vibrating at that frequency, knowing that you can and having trust in the universe that will come. I know it sounds absurd. It sounds you know, like I'm putting it out there and it's way, it's, it's really that easy. And I know that because I've done it. So you have to be creative. Yes. You have to tap into that creativity, but what do you do to open that up? You have to release blockages that are blocking your creativity. So like you said, there are many disempowering beliefs around money. Okay. The first one I would say is, um, believing that in order to make more, you have to work harder slash that belief out because you don't. And I know that for a fact, because I've done it. I was worried thinking I'm tapped out, can't do more than this. I'm exhausted, but I'm still going to work less and I still achieve my goals and surpass them. Um, so you can scratch that disempowering belief that you have to work harder to earn more. I don't believe that at all. I do believe that you have to release blockages that block your creativity. Uh, we all have a creative part within us, very much so in our sacral chakra, um, which is an energy center, you know, close to your 
reproductive system. Also the crown chakra, which is right above your head and connects you to the universe, connects you to source. Those are areas that we make sure are clean and clear. Um, programming the affirmation that I am open to all channels of abundance and having no fear also around money. Um, so one of the affirmations that I always teach my clients, um, I always have more money coming in than going out. So having no fear that when they are spending, that it is going to come back or that, you know, to know that you are enriching others when you're putting that money into the universe and it's going to come back to you multiplied. So sending money out with love and receiving it with love. And it changes everything. Even when you pay bills to say, thank you. Like, thank you. I'm so happy that like I had power this month and I had internet this month. And, and so it's a mindset shift, really. It's a mindset shift about money, about bills, but really it's just an energy mindset shift. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. That being sending, yes, yeah, positive vibes. And thank you. Even when it is something that I guess we don't look at bills oftentimes as positive, but if we can say, yes, more is going to come back and have that belief. Um, it's a lot more empowering and it feels a lot better in that money is energy. Um, what else was I going to say? Yeah, I love that. And of course I, I love the thoughts and, and all that work we can do around money. And I do a lot of it myself because I had that one that you said you have to work really hard because I was raised by a single mom and I watched her work five jobs at one time. And so I was like, oh, okay, you have to work hard to make money. It's very hard. You have to, you know, work very long hours. You have to work on the weekends. And um, so that was a really hard one for me too to work through. Yeah, it's, it's a very common belief when we are doing our sessions. It's a, it's a belief that comes up in all of us to some degree. And it, it takes a lot of uh, control to recognize it and to think no, because even for myself, it had come up as I want to earn more, but I don't want to work harder. Uh, how am I going to do this? Because I'm tapped out. That's the way I had felt at a certain point when I achieved my goal. And I thought, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to slash out that disempowering belief. Um, also, you know, I think we have to get over certain belief statements about a fear around money. I have a very good friend who I love and they wanted a new car. And she said, well, we'll save for a new car, which is probably the responsible thing to do. And I told her I'm so different. I would have bought the car on the spot and just trusted that the money will come. But that is me. And that's me like affirming to myself that I have faith in myself that I know it will happen. So that is how I think about money now. I think about it very differently. I have faith in the universe. I don't fear. Um, I don't fear when I spend and I don't fear when I don't have clients. I just take everything that comes my way as a blessing. And I think most people will affirm that higher power, source, universe, God, whatever it is that it is for you always takes care of you. You always have food. You always have shelter and we have to get out of the mindset that we are the ones doing that. We're not, we are always taken care of, but it's, it's because of a higher power that we are taking care of. And so I think getting out of this, this fact that, you know what, if I don't work this many hours and the paycheck doesn't come in, you need to start shifting, start shifting that, that thought process and knowing, you know what, go down deep within and let's figure it out. What are your gifts? What are your skills? What can you offer people? And let's, let's market that and bring you in some extra income in an easier way, doing something that you love, because we really do all have a gift. Yeah. I love that. 
it is a big shift. Like when you're saying that I'm like, but it, it takes work to get there. I'm, I'm getting there and working on it, but it's, yeah, there is a, you know, you're taught like do money this way. And then this is how we're supposed to be with money. And, but yes, that reminder that I am provided for, and I've always been able, you know, to, to get things I want. And when you really look at that, you're like, wow, I am very grateful and I am, you know, very blessed. And there is a lot to that and what you're saying. Absolutely. And I mean, do whatever you can to, to start kind of working on those two, if you still feel uncomfortable hearing some of those things, or if it doesn't sit with you, it's maybe there are some limiting beliefs that you can look closer at and see what are these coming up. Yeah. And I'm pretty much like very extreme, like live in the moment where I could probably benefit from your services and financial advice because planning is also a good thing. However, for me, it's also new and being in this business solely full-time for a year, it took a lot of courage to leave a regular paycheck. It took a lot of courage to say, I'm going to do what I love and have faith. It's going to come. And really it, it does take a lot of faith in yourself. So I know if there are women listening to this and they are scared, I'm not going to say, go ahead and quit your job right away, but I am going to say, let's work through those beliefs to help you get over that fear and just see what happens. Cause you have nothing to lose by working through those limiting beliefs that you have and tapping into your own personal power. Cause we do, we all have this power within us. And so my goal is to inspire others. My goal is to say, let's work together. Let's clear off all that low vibrational, you know, negative beliefs and emotions that are blocking you, letting go of unworthy, letting go of fear and let's bring your vibration up and let's start manifesting. And how are we going to manifest? We're going to put the positive um, right affirmations at the subconscious level, make sure that you're testing strong. And from there, let the blocks fall where they may. Yeah. I love that. Same with like when I started in my business, it's just reminding me because it's starting on my own from scratch. It was, I didn't have a single client and there was a lot of, you know, people saying, well, it's really hard to succeed in this industry. And, um, especially as a young person, especially as a woman, because there's, there's not a large percentage of that. So there was all these beliefs around me of like, well, you can't make it and it's not going to work. And, I just didn't have, like, I, I really blocked it out and I didn't have any doubt in my mind. It was only that I'm going to do this. I'm going to succeed. I want that. Like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. And so I know it's going to be fine. I know, like I had absolutely no doubt. It was like everyone around me had the doubts, but I had none. And so it was that point where you're right. Like when you can get to that point, um, and anything you're doing or passionate about it, it will work out when you have and that the faith in yourself. And sometimes the faith is necessity. Sometimes it's, you have to make it, you have to do it because you have a family to support. I watched my mother succeed in leaving a, a, um, a job and working for someone else and then taking her business to become a home-based business. And was there risk in that? 100% there was risk in that. But I watched her succeed. I watched her surpass what she used to do in income. And to this day, like, you know, lives in a beautiful condo that's a penthouse in a beautiful affluent area in Calgary. And she is the one who, who really did help me so many times get back, get grounded, get on track. When I'd say, Hey mom, like, 
oh my gosh, next client or next week, I have one client booked. And she said, no, no, don't focus on that. Write down your goal for the week, you know, write down, thank you on every single day of the week for the clients that are coming and watch what happens. And she was 100% right. As soon as I did that, as soon as I put my weekly goal of what I was aiming for, and I wrote, thank you on my book for every day of the week that I expected clients to come. They started that night. They just started booking. That's crazy. I did the same. I told someone just the other day about how I had this pad of paper and I just had it on my kitchen Island and I would write what I want to happen the next day and, and that week and for, yeah, building and growing and it would just happen. And I would just write it. I would be like, this is what I want to happen. And it would actually happen. And, and I would just kept doing it. And it just was so natural that it felt like I was like, Oh, okay. This this works. Yes. Master (laughs) manifestors know this, that you need to put some effort into what you're trying to achieve. I also love to write. It's a kinesthetic way that our subconscious mind learns of putting energy behind your goals. So I do it every single day. Um, it is very powerful. It's like, it's affirming and you're giving your subconscious mind. It's like telling this computer what to do. And if you don't tell it what to do, it's not working towards anything. If you say, okay, well, this is what I want to achieve in my business. Your subconscious mind now is turned on and it's scanning the universe saying, how am I going to make this happen? Because this is my job. And that's what you want to do. You want to put the right programming at the subconscious level. You want to give it to the seeds and breadcrumbs to work towards. And if you don't have goals for yourself, then your subconscious mind is just running on autopilot, not working towards anything new. And that's, that's not going to serve you, but master manifestors know, Hey, I'm going to have a vision board that I see every day. I'm going to meditate and get into that vibration that I feel like I already have this. I'm going to write it down. And all of these things are using the senses to get your subconscious mind to believe what it is that you desire and want to manifest in your life. So it's really tapping into the energy and however that works for you. For me, it's also writing things down extremely powerful. Yes. I love it. So that's one idea for people. Any other ideas? Like I saw on your Instagram, um, a post, I think it was about energetic hygiene. So it is about, yeah, coming up with our own routine or what works that we can kind of do as maintenance for this, um, on a regular basis. So writing it down, I think that's a huge one and I love it. Is there anything else you can suggest for people? Yes. And I think, well, energetic hygiene is a lot about getting rid of low vibrational energy, energy that doesn't serve you. Uh, So I often tell clients just make intention to release all that doesn't serve you. You know, if you're not an emotion code body code practitioner um, and you don't know how to shift or transmute energy, just start by making the statement. I release all that doesn't serve me. I release all energy that is unlike love. And that alone will bring up your vibration And I mean, energetic hygiene is about maintenance. It's about getting to a point where you bring your vibration up and you know what, every so often when you feel like your vibes are down, go to a Reiki practitioner, go to an emotion code, body code practitioner, go to an energy worker and have that old stagnant energy shifted and transmuted because it is just bringing your vibe down. So bringing it up and letting go of, um, 
any heart wall that you might have developed because a heart wall is something that's in front of you and it blocks you from life. So yeah, just the energetic hygiene is mostly about maintenance. Keep it up, make the intention, make the intention that you're not going to carry other people's stuff <laughs> and let it go. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Just that one that I release all energy that doesn't serve me. I release all energy that doesn't serve me. Everyone say it right enough. now. Enough. It's enough. Even that feels good. I love it. Yes. Um, yes. And just, yeah, being aware of these things and, and it does take when it's not something you've done on a day-to-day basis, it's going to be a little bit, I guess, more work at the beginning or just more, um, you know, needing to kind of focus on it. Cause that's what I'm learning when I'm, yeah, I'm going through those books again, the Louise Hay and things like that. I'm like, okay, I know this stuff. I remember this stuff. Let's make sure that I'm making it part of my daily routine. Right. It's so true. It's just getting into the right vibration and, and it can be about money. It can be about your health. It can be about love. There are so many different aspects that this works for and improves in your life. Um, affirmations are a great place to start, uh, writing them down. Another great place to affirm, uh, making intention. Intention is everything. So just making those intentions, um, those are all things that you put out to the universe. And if you're not doing any of it, then you are not putting your subconscious mind to work for you. It's just basically like a stagnant computer that has zero programming and does nothing, but focus on old programming that it's been doing for years on autopilot, you know, continuously. Um, But when you give it those breadcrumbs and you say, no, no, this is what we need to achieve next. And you achieve it you know, you have to congratulate yourself. You have to be like, good job, subconscious mind, you did it. You need to celebrate and then give it something new to work towards right away. Increase that goal, set a new one. You just have to continuously do that. Yeah. And keep using it. I love it. Um, just to be mindful of time. Is there anything before we wrap up? I love this conversation and I'm feeling like, Ooh, I'm excited now. Um, but before we wrap up, is there anything that you want to share with listeners? Um, any ideas or strategies or anything you want to leave listeners with? Um, just to start with the simple things, you know, that you can start with the simple affirmations, ones that resonate with you. Uh, like you had said, if you don't feel the creative, you know, bug to like create your own Google, you know, abundance affirmations, self-esteem affirmations, affirmations for self-love or relationships, um, whatever it is, you will find it out there and start affirming it. If it's reading it, if it's putting on post-it notes where you can see it, if it's writing it down, whatever works for you start because it will change your life. It's changing your mindset. It will, it will change your life. And, um, psyche isn't the only way to program your subconscious mind. It is one way. It is an effective way uh, to do it in minutes, but everybody has the power to do this. And sometimes I will see clients even just speak the words and I can see the alignment and muscle test. The alignment is coming up in the statement just by saying it one time out loud. So that's all you have to do is just start. Wow. And then obviously there's, you know, the, the underlying, the energy, the energy clearing and that work that could be very important as well for some people, um, um, to get kind of get going and get moving on that. So if people are interested in finding out more about some of the sessions you do and whatnot, where's the best place for them to find you or reach out? 
so I do have a website. It's edsonemotionreset.com, uh, as well as I am on Facebook and Instagram under Edson Emotion Reset. So you can find me there and reach out or email me at edsonemotionreset at gmail.com. Um, you'll find me somewhere on social media, on YouTube. I'm kind of everywhere. <laughs> Awesome. And yeah, just shoot me a message if you're interested in trying it out. I'd be happy to work with you. Yes, yes, because a lot of it's virtual. You have clients everywhere. So anyone is welcome to reach out. I'm excited for your session tonight. Um, I'll include the links in, as well in the show notes. Um, so thank you so much for your time today. I love this. Uh, I love, me. yes, I love everything we chatted about. And thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. And we will catch you on the next episode, everyone. Thank you. Bye. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much. And I will catch you next time.